Welcome to Mornings with Monsters. adventurers uh today we have a good episode of one of my favorite monsters so have everybody do an animal handling check and i really hope you score over 20 because today we're talking about owl bears over 20 yeah Yeah. and that's only that's that's if you're training a baby owl bear oh yeah an adult it's a 30 yeah impossible uh not not impossible. You never did, not. You can't sneak past them, but you can perceive them. No, we're talking about. We're talking about them. training. Sorry. Yeah. But sorry, sorry. Yeah. I was wondering. So I'm. We have an owl there. Yep. And I was like, how do we have a fucking owl there? Whole time two, I'm reading about owl bears. For two reasons. Yeah. The first reason being, your druid rolled a nat twenty. Yeah. The second reason being. It was already tied to, like a um, like a carriage or something like that, which oh, shows that he's already tamed by somebody. Domesticated. You know I mean? mm-hmm. And so, like that that role was already less difficult than if you had happened upon a wild wa- a owl bear. That thing would have tried to tear you guys apart. You know what Beautiful. I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think they work a little bit different than like the griffins that we've talked about in the past. Whereas, yeah. like a griffin is only going to be loyal to the the one thing that raised it. Yeah, um, owl bear is more. It's it's more of like uh, if you train me at an early age and show me that you'll give me food in exchange for easier work than I would be hunting in my normal yeah. life. I'll be your friend. Which I think is essentially true of both owls and bears in real life, because they're both yeah. they're both not necessarily uh, your typical like pet or, you know. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't call them domesticated by any means, but they are trainable. Yeah, and yeah. both of them are difficult to train, but yes, it is not impossible. Uh, and once they are in that you know trained space, I'm sure they can be handled by multiple people. Um, that are that can roll really high animal handling checks <laughs> in real life. So I think oh, yeah. that I think that tracks. And I think you yeah. know if you're looking at what an owl bear can do for itself, let alone for you and your party, mm-hmm. like it's definitely it makes sense that the roles are so hard to acquire one, and that you would have to really put in a lot of work. Because and if you're not putting in the work yourself, you're putting in the gold, which it's very expensive to acquire and train and maintain an owlbear. Absolutely. Yeah, rather happen upon one like we had, like we did. Yeah. Like we best case scenarioed our owlbear because like if you happen upon one and you're able to tame it in the wild while it's like, you know, ready to rip your fucking head off, it's going to be so fucking hard. But I, I mean, also. I don't even know what you would have to do. I don't really know either, but like, I think it's going to be like, I'm going to trust the bond of that owlbear more than I would buying an owlbear. Well, you could buy it as an egg. 
Yeah, buy a, an egg for three thousand, and then buy the training for three thousand. Yeah, All right. five thousand, which is unrealistic at levels. It's exorbitant. Like two and three. Yeah, <laughs> you'd have to hit the lotto or steal from every character you meet. It'd be funny. But also, by the time you would be able to fairly easily, you know, train an owl bear and have the means to feed it, you're already, yeah, I'd say probably upwards of level twelve. Yeah. Which which means like unless you seek them, you're not really gonna be seeing them on encounter tables, I wouldn't think. Because they oh, are they're typically wild. not they're they're not like twelfth level fights, like no. <laughs> a, a party of four level ten adventurers would run through a bunch of owl bears. Yeah, I mean they easily. would they would like they are, they they would kill an, a human very easily, just like right your average human. I yeah, think, I heard that like even one swipe from an owl bear can kill a human. Yeah, because their average damage is the average HP of a human. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. I hear they taste for elves. Oh, it's rumored. Well, How do you guys feel about their like, uh, their classification of being like from the Fey? Um, I think both make sense, both sides of that argument, like that they're either from the Fae or they were created by a crazy wizard. Yeah. Maybe it's I like both. From the Fae because like what other thing is going to take these wildly different creatures and put them together? Because it's like, yes, they're like, they're so different. They're also very similar. They're similar in their mannerisms, so I get how they go together in that way. But they're very different in like their benefits, their types, their every, their makeups, their whatever. Even one of the things I find very interesting is the art for owl bears, yeah. Because none of it makes sense to my brain until <laughs> fifth edition, yeah. So I'm like, that doesn't, that doesn't like, like I read the description. And I've only really seen the fifth edition art for it, which is like very much so a bear with a giant owl face. And like they do the the fur really well where it looks like fur and uh, feathers yeah. in the description what it is. So like reading the description and seeing the fifth edition art, I'm like, this is what it is. Yeah. Looking at any other art of the owl bear before that. I'm like, what is this thing? Yeah, this doesn't look like what it is. It's wild. I can't imagine anybody but the Fae and their magic just accidentally creating this monstrosity. And like for it also to be like an unaligned creature, I think makes even more so like it puts it even more into the Fae wild because like you're that like chaotic nature that like anything could happen like i feel like a truly unaligned creature which we didn't really start seeing that unaligned marker until like i think third edition they always had to make things neutral and it's like that's not the same as being unaligned because unaligned it's right. like tameable but you don't really know what you're gonna get which i think is interesting but so i don't know i think it makes a lot more sense for it to be from the fey wilds and something weird to have happened because I think that you would see a little bit stricter of like an alignment if it came from a, like a wizard. humanoid wizard construct, mm. like an actual person 
creating this thing. I think that it would mostly because you would have that person's like will or their influence. Yeah, like yeah, bestowed I, upon I it. <clears throat> yeah, I could see it being if it was like a human-made construct or like an elven-made, whatever humanoid-made. I could see it being more chaotic evil or chaotic neutral exactly. in that aspect. I think it would have more of a it could go wrong and become an, an evil creature it could go right and become a good creature or a lawful creature but like for it just to be an unaligned or even a neutral creature but like i think i think is a good argument for that or origin in the fey wilds that makes sense i mean because as you know as a player of in the Fey Wilds right now, anything literally can happen. And most of the time, if you give it enough time, it will happen. And I'm sure that if you were in the days of old, Prismere, uh, when the, the countries were unified and things were being created, you would not be too shocked to mm-hmm. see some swirl of energy poop out an owlbear. <laughs> mm-hmm. why, why would you make an owlbear? Well, here's the thing. The I mean, other thing I was to what end? Is like, we created a fucking species in the Fey Wilds. You did? As a party. Which the one? like dragon thing. Oh, yeah, that's well, true. I don't know if we like created the whole species, but it's like, what if somebody just did something dumb or did something they didn't know what was going to happen? Yeah. Or maybe a bear and an owl fucked in the fey wilds like who knows what could have happened to cause it because of the chaotic magic that is in i don't think it's really a bear and a owl fucked in the fey wilds (laughs) that'd be chaotic that would be sure as hell but i'm saying it's like we gave a mushroom to us something and it it turned into an entirely like new thing in the fey wild we had no intentions of doing that we didn't know what was going to come of it we just like we still have no idea what the we still don't know what, what the consequences are of that so it could very well have been that and then like now we here we are thousands of years later and we just have owlbears like roaming the fey wilds and their stinky ass caves yeah interesting i just i don't see what purpose an owlbear would serve someone over just a bear or just an owl like you're not gaining but enough of like either yeah you're not gaining it's Life if it or, could fly okay yeah. it can't well, fly i mean it can turn its head around it's more perceptive it's slightly stronger it's slightly harder to hit it's slightly bigger they do make a sound when they kill things and yeah. they would make pretty good alarms i uh, yeah i guess i just there's so many better things i mean for something that could make this uh and this is for the argument of someone created them mages have created many things and this Mm -hmm. doesn't seem like the most optimal like wouldn't you just charm a hobgoblin if you wanted a bodyguard or something that's true like it's far it's far beyond like what you're getting to make it like you're putting in so much more effort and energy just to get something that's like half is what you're what you're putting in yeah i mean you would almost have more utility by just having a bear and an owl like separately separately. like with you yeah Yeah. because then you have flight perception strength (laughs) yeah because i mean owl bear you're basically have like a ranger and a fucking tank at the same time yeah when i was looking at the abilities though i think that the the range of motion that an owl has was 
divided rather than like fully given to like the range of motion of neck and stuff. Whereas bears have like semi more limited movement in their limbs. Like owl bears can move their limbs like humans can. Yeah, that's true. But a brown bear has 40 feet uh, movement speed and 30 feet climb. An owlbear has no climb and 40 feet. (laughs) That makes no sense to me. It yeah. makes no sense I, that they cannot only definitely, that's weird, yeah. not fly, but and I get why they can't fly. Most of them are not winged and like the winged spe- uh, variations are like super rare, but all bears can climb. Yeah, I think maybe it's because their claws are slightly more talon-like and maybe they're not specifically made for holding on to like the bark of a tree. And they're more, <laughs> more like tearing and rending th- than like grip. But yeah. but also every single edition up until fifth edition, the owl bear, like one of its main things was like the bear hug and it would grapple you and restrain you. Why can't it do that to a tree? Like if that's its main thing, but it's not I mean, its main thing anymore in the fifth edition. So hmm. is what it is. Like you mean to like shimmy up? Yeah, I mean. At least give it like twenty feet climb or something. Yeah. Like just saying yeah, it can it's climb. Injured, but just like not zero. I it's just I don't know. I love the owl bear. I think it's an awesome creature to run into, and uh, I I've wanted one as a mount for Stampy since day one. But also, like, why? Why is the owl bear? <laughs> I just it's such a strange creature. Like the the concept of it is. I think that the only other argument like for why and the sense of somebody creating it and it not being from the Feywilds test run. Oh yeah. Like a, like a a 1.0 beta version of something. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I want to make a whatever. Like a chimera. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like they, maybe they later found that like, Oh, an owl works better combined with, you know, a leopard or whatever the fuck. You can keep its flying abilities. Like, I don't think that's actually a thing in D&D. That's but, a great point. <laughs> yeah, um, it is, though. It is a really good point. I think that that's kind of the only way that we would really see it like that. But again, I still I still think we would get something of the maker in there. I mean, maybe there is. Maybe it was a, like, a, a Goliath druid that was trying to... Mm you know, yeah. conjure things like, of strength and yeah. the cunning of an owl. You know, maybe it was like a, a totem, circle of the totem or whatever. You know, it was trying to combine two concepts. It would have to be an interesting because, like, I can't imagine a druid abandoning an animal and I can't imagine a goliath abandoning an animal of that strength. Well, I mean, it's making something stronger and there's always outliers in every community. Like, and, like, and maybe as a druid, like it also couldn't come to the like point of fighting that construct. It, it would either have to choose to kill the construct or let it run free in the wilds after it created it and realized, oh, I shit, I can't control this thing, and it's it's, it's going to kill me or I kill it, you know. And then yeah. it happened to be pregnant, laid a bunch of eggs, and now they yeah. have populated, you know. Do you need two owl bears to become pregnant? 
Huh? Like Did I you? Yeah, because No, like, I know. I'm just saying I guess when they conjured it, it was already pregnant. Because like unless they made two. Yeah, but Which I, I think is another argument of why it occurred in the Fey Wild somehow. You know, this owl bears are the reason why you don't run into deer and squirrels and shit like that in D D. Like yeah. they they've they have to disrupt the ecosystem so much. Like Yeah. I mean I know there's monsters that roam, but those half of those have like ambitions and those are gonna those are gonna mess things up too. But like they're not I just imagine the owl bears uh over hunting. Like it needs so much meat to survive. It generally yeah. like there's nothing that says there can't be a pack of them. <laughs> I know it's I not- imagine them very much like coyotes. Yeah. You know, where they they'll hunt their area and under certain circumstances, if their area runs out of food, they're coming to you. You know what I mean? Like hide your fucking small animals, your children. Like yep. don't be out on the roads during the time of like of noon to midnight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it they they basically made a nocturnal bear super hunter. They're just super bear. The good thing is though bear, is that yeah. they're they are still a, like a hibernating creature, which is good for everyone. You know, so then we have like four months out of the year where they're really not active. Yeah. How does that work in the Fey Wilds? Well, <laughs> that's. I great. would assume that like they have their own like version of that if they're like if they're from if they're living in the Fey Wilds as Maybe of right like now. They- like you guys don't really know what real weather is like there because like the first part of the Fey Wilds you were in was like a swampland. And this one but as, as a play, like not as a player in, in a campaign in the Fey Wild, as somebody who is talking to people who might not know a lot about D D, the Fey Wilds are like seasons are fucked up there. Like they're not normal there. And I think people run the Fey Wilds differently. Yeah. I don't think it's all it's a lot like it's a lot like remember when we were talking about the slod and limbo and how like limbo operates right. on will. Mm-hmm. It's a lot like that in the Feywild, and like when you become or are powerful enough, like an Archfey or something like that, your will is what holds together these constructs of your your imagination and creation, or like changes things. And so, like you'll see weird creations just like popping up or floating around, or like the the sky mm-hmm. just turning purple and orange in like quick succession because. Whoever has the most control over the area is exerting some sort of something, you know? But from my understanding, it's still like, is it just the time of... No, because it's like, it's always like autumn in one place and it's always summer in one place. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe when they get really tired, they just head to the court of winter. I mean, and that's the thing, though, like, you're in, in in our campaign currently you're experiencing a, a very different Feywild than normal because of the circumstances that, like, there are three very powerful Fey in control of their own land. Yeah. So, like, it's only perpetually autumn in the land that you're in because whoever the Fey is controlling that portion wants it to be that. Okay. But, but you also know... In the Feywild? No, I'm pretty no sure because you, you also know that 
before these hags were here, Zabilna had the whole place unified, as you learned from the lady at the uh, Wandering Inn. Okay. Am I just going insane then? That's, no, I think it's... That's what the Feywild does to you. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's something that, like, it makes you... It makes you okay. Question all of the things because, like, you're you're really not sure what is normal. I've listened to campaigns that take place in the Feywilds as well. That's why I, that's where I'm gathering the like different campaigns, huh? Different campaigns that are set there too. I mean, most campaigns end up going to the Feywilds because it's such yeah. an interesting place. Oh, okay. Like, all right. like yeah. I would say, not a lot of campaigns take place completely there yeah. unless you're running modules that are based there. But sure. most most campaigns that last for more than a year experience mm-hmm. some kind, some form of the Fey, especially like first campaigns um, with like people that are, you know, dedicated and you find that first group because um, it's just such an interesting like- concept. It's like going to a place that has way too much magic and anything can happen. And that kind of lends itself to like the the main rule of break the rules and make it however you want to make it. Like the Fae in my world it works probably way, way different than the Fae in, in your world or anyone else's. So it's it, there's there's so much like if you're not. Yeah, if you're not running like courts of Aladrin and and things like that, then the fae that you experience is going to be just more like people are just going to be like, give it justify chaotic events by saying it's fae, you know, or just yeah. put them in a place like of like high, high, high magic <laughs> and do whatever the fuck they want with it, which okay. is fine. But I've seen yeah. it ran so many different ways. So well, that makes sense. So there's no lucky place, I guess. Yeah. Is what. That's what we boiled uh, it down to. Yeah. <laughs> there, I mean, in that case, that is that is interesting. If they're normally in the Feywilds, it'd be interesting to know about their, yeah, like how they hibernate, where they hibernate, what what they do about their, like, um, what are they called? Their, like, layers or whatever. It might be less about a seasonal change and more about, like, their, their bodies are kind of just, like... Mm-hmm internal plot. yeah 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 like that's kind of how i thought regardless of a season i mean the fey wilds and shadowfell both overlap the material plane so they could feel the you know pull of the seasons from the overlapping like regular seasons of the material plane so true. maybe true. maybe that's what's going on and then they just hide in a cave and who knows? No, I wouldn't want to sleep in a cave in the Feywild. Oh no! But no, 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 no. <laughs> An owl bear family could be sleeping there, or you know. I think you would know, though. Probably, unless you don't have the uh, ability to smell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, they're fair enough. Stinky. Yeah, they As probably don't smell. They, um, they collect copious amounts of raw of of meat of victims of flesh they oh store it in their um in their their layers so not only do they normally have a putrid stench surrounding themselves as the animal but like you can smell their layers for miles it's wow. i mean i feel like we all 
have a a very at the very least a concept of how bad like a uh, rotting flesh can smell or anything especially in just the outdoors especially in an enclosed like cavernous outdoor thing like if you've never smelt it you can at the very least imagine that you would just go in the other direction yeah yeah <laughs> um so something i wanted to talk about the owl bear that's a bit unique and it you see it in other you know types of monsters i think it works real well for the owl bears. The fact that they will fight above their weight class every time they, oh, yeah. they will target and attack something much stronger than it, which I feel like makes sense. If you just look at a picture of one. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, of course we will yeah. And it's strange that it's unaligned because I don't know. I don't know if we can take the, the predator shark precedent for this one. Because a shark's nah. not always going to fight above its weight class. Sharks still want to, like, preserve their life. Yeah. You know what I mean? This will fight to the death just because. And mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys learned, but it will be able to fight even when their HP reaches zero sometimes. Ugh. Makes sense. Almost like, like a rage. Mm-hmm. It's, like- it's exactly like that. Yeah. Scary. Oh. I mean, maybe that's why they mixed the owl and the bear, because bears can't do that, I don't think. So the other thing I had about how did we have uh, our owl bear in our campaign, the other thing I noticed when I was reading this is we highly underutilize him. Uh Uh-huh. But I'm not going to tell them that. Yeah, of course. Advantage on all perception checks uh, based on sight or smell, which is a lot of them. Yeah. And I mean, it's it's not hard to talk to an owl bear when you have a druid in your party. Yeah, and you're so. you're averaging if it hits both times, uh, twenty four damage around. I just bad. try so hard not to metagame, and like yeah. as the player who probably like I talk about, I probably talk about the campaign the most outside of the campaign, and talk um, the least in it. <laughs> And I talk the least in it, yeah. yeah so it's like yeah. I have the least opportunities to actually make this information and like give this information to the other players because like whether it's my communication or the fact that they just don't talk to me or ask me questions because they don't think I know anything about the Fey Wilds or animals and stuff. And I'm like, well, missed let all me of that backstory somehow. Yeah, let me make a history check. But yeah, maybe one day. They'll ask me a question. They're starting to learn that they just have to talk to me to get answers. Yeah, we're getting better at it. We're getting better at it. I just gave them some. That's fine. Well, you guys, I think I hear a strange screeching growl coming oh God, from outside. So I'm going to go check that out. Keep yeah. your distance. All right. I'll be right back. Hey guys, welcome back to the middle of the episode. As always, huge shout out to at Mizzencake and at Olava's Cryptid Crafts on Instagram. Check them out for some awesome artwork because they did ours. Uh, And don't forget, you can always submit requests for any monsters you'd like us to discuss or just chat. You can reach us at 
mornings.wmonsters at gmail.com. Uh, sorry for the delay on the episodes, y'all. You know, life happens. But we should be getting back on track. We got a bunch of new cool stuff coming up for you in the near future. And hopefully we'll be back on our regularly scheduled weekly podcast. Uh, I think that's going to be it. We're going to keep it short because we made you wait for so long. Uh, enjoy the rest of the episode. And make sure you roll high on those animal handling checks today, y'all. Uh, all right. So there's definitely some, uh, there's a couple owl bears out front. Uh, luckily the, the, uh, school drop off didn't, they just kept going. Uh, normally the kids oh get out right on the corner, but they just kept, they just kept driving today. <laughs> but the owl bears did start chasing them. There's a couple still lingering on, on the corner. So we'll see, we'll see how that, uh, situation develops. All right, let's talk about some prompt questions. Let's get into the prompts. All right, so friends or foe, and how would you do it? Uh, I think you could really go either way with this guy. I think that's like in its design is really to go either way, really, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. they're notoriously used as mounts, um, but they're also very famous for just kind of mauling your face off. So, yeah. if I were going to be making a friend with it, uh, I would absolutely be a ranger because your chances of finding one, like in general, are rare unless you know you live in the forest, and um, in which case, like you're probably a wood elf or something like that, and you might not want to fuck with them. But I'd be a ranger, and I think I'd make it a goal to go out and like look for owlbear eggs and trap parent owlbears so that they can't like bother me while I go and steal eggs. And yeah, <laughs> uh, I would for sure just buy an egg, hopefully at a, <laughs> at a high enough level and then like let it keep damaging me constantly until I rolled a decent nature check, like <laughs> which uh, and I'm planning to do this as Stampy. I'm trying to find. Oh, okay. owl, I'm trying to find an owl bear egg. Um, so that's kind of sniffing around while we're traveling through this forest. Then, well, we're a bit busy, but yes. Saying, make sure you smell things. Yeah, I do. Also, have advantage on some uh, smell checks. I mean, you know, you really? I might be able to help you with uh, some of that stuff. I mean, hey, you never know. And Essie, I mean, she would probably know where Essie I can find definitely. Some. Yeah, but she would not be like, here's where you can steal some owlbear eggs. I mean, when, and we're rich. You, <laughs> so, oh, that's I could, true. I could just afford to buy one. I think she knows could, that yeah. like, Stampy's intent is not to harm animals, though. Hey, like, we are about to go free a bunch of magic beasts true. from a, a animal fighting ring. Maybe there's an owlbear. Maybe I. <sighs> Roll a 30 on a nature check, which is impossible because I think I have negative nature. But maybe you use your chaos shard. Uh, I don't know, but I want to be friends with it even after I probably die or something. I- yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I guess maybe, maybe, maybe not that far. I'm scared to get into battle because I want to use my chaos shard, but I don't want to use my chaos shard. Use it. Um, and if you're, if you're going to be its foe, I mean, Oh, you're dead. 
Hey, if you're high I enough level, I don't think you are. Take it on your well, food. that's true. Depending on your level, I bet I could kill like three owl bears as a level five character, depending on my class. Give me like two health potions. Yeah, you're right. I mean, like they're depending on the character. Like they're menacing. They have a lot of advantages, and they can be super helpful. But as far as like actual combat, if they have nothing else fighting with them, yeah. Yeah, I think that it, you're gonna you're gonna run you're through gonna... them unless you're level two or three. Even at yeah. level two or three, you could probably kill one with a struggle. If you had, um... if there's a party of adventurers, you're taking it down. It's yeah, just no like, problem. Which is which is sad. Uh, I know that you guys, when you were level like eight, ran into like a dozen of them, and you saw them from far away, and decided. Not to go mess with them because they were just distracted by fishing uh, for salmon. I guess fishing. I don't know. Sure. <laughs> um, yeah, I think uh, I guess what the best class to like, like what would be the optimal to to take it down? Uh, I mean, a wizard or something like that. Something yeah. From afar. You'd and... have to output damage really quickly, though. Real fast. Yeah. Because if you're not doing a ton of damage from range, then... Is, what is their average HP? Uh, it's like almost 60. It's Okay. I think right. it is... Oh, uh, yeah, it's 59 is their average. I mean, you could be... You could be like a dodge monk and do some fierce damage, too. Yeah, I mean, you could kill anything as a dodge monk a lot yeah. of the time. Like... Uh, 59 damage isn't, you know, now that's nothing to laugh at. That's at least three turns of combat. Yeah, usually. So that means you have to survive potentially like 75 damage. So you have to be able to sustain 75 damage and output 60 damage. Like you you have have to do that before you sustain that damage. And that's only if it hits each time. It's got a plus seven to hit. So also pretty good. Yeah, Yeah, you got to be able to like dodge and shit. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I think it would kill a wizard. Yeah, it would kill a wizard. Probably. <laughs> All right. Uh, I could take him. If if you were to homebrew this monster, would you add or change anything? Yeah. Flying. Yep. Flying. Let it fly. Yep. Don't give yeah. it wings. Just let, let it, fly. it fly. Jeez, <laughs> that would be scary. It's just a pack of like floating, monstrously muscled, feathered bears. Or maybe I would it give it back. Could have an innate levitate ability. I would say, yeah. I, for me, I would give it back its climb. Give it, mm-hmm. give it its climb. And, give it its grapple. And I would give it a glide instead. Something, of fly. yeah. Something. Um, like maybe instead of like a grapple, give it a charge attack. But you'd have to. The owlbear has to do the charge attack from, like, a height of 20 feet or more. And so, like, it would have to climb a tree and basically do, like, an ambush. Like, an owl would, like, go hunt. You know what I mean? I think maybe give it a a rage. Like, make it official. That would be sick! (laughs) Give Give it something, like, comparable to a barbarian's rage. I feel like that would be appropriate, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it, it can, I mean, it doesn't say it on its stat block about being able to go to zero, but something like that, you know, you should, it uh, give it some resistances. 
Hungarian, so. We should homebrew each of our ideas. Yeah. And and, uh, experience them at some point, or maybe at the same time in Beetle and Blarb. Yeah, maybe. Hey, maybe. <laughs> yeah, you might. You guys might get some dependent because most of the time, I feel like when we're like, "What would we change?" It's like something super minor or nothing. Well, we yeah, could just like say, "Give it rage, head. climb, grapple, and flight." That's but all. <laughs> separately, though, I wouldn't. Yeah, do it no, all not of those all things. Of that. Yeah. Everything. No, I'm just. And saying, I feel like it would be a, a good balance. Yeah. 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 It'd be fun to have a variant just to see what it would bring. Uh, double its size, triple its HP, give it rage. That will fight a level long, 12. As long as I have Talia on my side, I think I can do some uh, like variations of monsters for you guys. Speaking of variations, awesome. we didn't talk about the fabled uh, snow variant yeah. of the owlbear, which, <laughs> which I don't think there's a stat block for, but like that would be way scarier like a predatory mountain dwelling all white polar bear mixed with a snow like snow white owl it's mixed with the uh the gray owl actually which is the gray owl yeah scary see that that seems like at least they can swim (laughs) right yeah i mean i think that would be scary that that's probably an interesting thing for like mistaken for a yeti kind of situation oh yeah Yeah. for sure you know yeah i think that would be a good plot point a good side quest Uh, i don't think it would be quite beefy enough to be like the end of an arc but like a a, like a nice titled side quest as like the yeti in the mountains yeah something like exactly that literally sounds like it would be like a the white yeah like that that's probably the plot of many mmorpgs or just rpgs in general right and should be an owlbear (laughs) although it's like are you gonna kill the white stag you know because that's got to be rare even in like D &D, they're like they don't have a stat block for it but they like i'm pretty sure they say it is a thing people believe it's a thing people have seen it but no one's been able to study it or anything the white stag no, the um, the, like, the, snow, the snow variation. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, okay, do we agree with its base alignment? Mm. Yeah. I do. Unaligned? I like being unaligned. If anything, it's just like, it's only alignment is probably chaotic, if we're going to argue anything, in the sense that it is only focusing on the self. So it's like, it's not necessarily chaotic, where it's like, it just kind of, you know, sees a a perfect garden and it needs to stomp around and fuck it up. Like it's chaotic in the sense that it's like, you know, just because this person is is like out here minding their own business, doing the do, like it's hungry as fuck and it needs to eat. So it's gonna eat that thing. Like Yeah. So I think it's lawful maybe, evil. Really? Uh, really? <laughs> yeah, I mean it's gonna attack on site most of the time. For no reason other than it's angry. No, it's not angry. It's hungry. Yeah, but it's it it fights everything. So yeah, it's, but that's not. I know out it's of a- always hungry, but I don't think we can call the shark precedent on this. Yeah. Like, it's going to attack things that are near it because it's near it, even if it just finished eating. Well, if you're saying that has deeper sentience than sharks do, is 
I think so. Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, I don't know. We can we can find out real quick. Let's see. Its intelligence yeah. score is three, so maybe not. Um, although I, I think that is more than a shark. I think so too. Just going off a hunter shark, yeah. It, I mean, they are uh, a hunter shark has an intelligence of one, which is standard for most creatures, most yeah. like average creatures. So like, there there's some kind of you know intelligence there. Their wisdom is 12, so they have a bonus on that. It's above average. I think, uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm not saying they're 100% lawful evil. <laughs> I'm just saying it. they seem wisdom, a little bit evil. You think with their wisdom that high that they could, like, remember things well enough that, like, oh, I fought this thing before, I'm going to fight it again, or... Well, I think that if they fought something, lost, and survived, they would again fight it. Okay. Yes. So yeah. Which makes me feel like you're doing that from a place of like Ego. yeah, rather than mm-hmm. a place of survival. Yeah. It does say like they're they don't have a big instinct for self-preservation and they will fight to the death, but if they have just eaten and they are uh there's a foe nearby that they know is superior, i.e. like they fought them before and lost or they're just aware that this is like a giant dragon and they're uh owlbear like they they won't fight it hmm. okay all right well if maybe not lawful evil already but if they haven't eaten then there's no then they'll attack it well i mean that's a little bit of the shark, yeah. shark. but i i think i don't know i think there's a sprinkle of evil in there a little bit I've, yeah i would have to say i can't say lawful but i would i would go so far as to say chaotic evil yeah i mean I just said lawful evil because it lawful it kind if you're of goes going to the of the Fey Wilds, which are in and self chaos. So it's like, yeah. Well, I mean that's yeah. that's the whole thing with alignment and why we even have the question is because like things don't t- like the grid is small. <laughs> like alignment yeah. grid is small. Like there's so many gray areas, and that's where people don't use it. Yeah, and like we're not. Yeah, I I like to use it as a guide, yeah. which is why. Like specifically, like I chose chaotic neutral for Gale, which is a character that I'm building for a campaign that we're going to be playing because our lives aren't enough involved. In <laughs> um, but like I wanted to play a character that was just essentially like really selfish and almost unaware of it, like or just like like almost like prideful, like charismatic in that asshole kind of way where it's like. To other people, they might they're probably gonna perceive it as like evil. They yeah, kind of, I think like, it is a but, good guideline for, for yeah, like so, intent. Exactly. I think it has less it's like it it shouldn't be used as aggressively as I think people use it. The people who do use it that use it. Like when people like when I first played in like 1.5 edition or whatever the fuck it was, um I like the way that we needed to what we needed to go through for an alignment change like we had to super justify the alignment change and all this stuff Stampy's alignment at the beginning of our campaign is probably slightly different than it was than it is now so it's like instead of that just naturally happening because of all of the actions and all of the magic that's interacted with Stampy over time like Eh, you would have to justify it 
for the DMs. Yeah, but it's like you might have like started your journey as like slightly more lawful good or like whatever it was. And then as soon as that chaos shard got in you, like it tipped that that all the way into chaotic good. And like, I'm not saying that for sure. I'm just using yeah. it as an example because we've talked about it. But like some, like it used to a lot of, like I've played with people where it's like, okay, well, you wouldn't do that. That's just not something your character would do based on your alignment. So, like... That's yeah, that's a, that's a little bit annoying. I mean, sometimes you sometimes you have to. Like, if you want to... Yeah, it's something completely out of character, but, like... But, yeah, uh, like, you know, Evan choosing to... Or choosing to, like, dislike Goliath was a, yeah. a, a coin flip. But it was only a coin flip because... it. My alignment inspired me to question the thing in in the first place. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like, I am still a pretty lawful good creature, as mm-hmm. as Evan. But by that good. law of my own culture, like it it would extend this far if I thought it would. You know? Yeah. And so those things that that while you as like your character didn't think that of me, and you would never have thought that before you saw it. As a player, you do understand where, where it fits in with my it, my intent and my like oh, yeah. motivation as a as a character. And so, like, it is weird to watch who you think as a character is this person doing something that you, as your character or as your player, like player self, would be like, no, that do- that goes so far against your own alignment. Mm-hmm. But when you look at their alignment through their own eyes how how that character has been you know raised in their experience it starts to shift what you think is acceptable and not acceptable and i i like when we talk about things from their perspective like owl bears because none of us will ever play an owl bear you know what i mean exactly and so, so we can't really ever know that's why i like the like if we're going to align it, like, yes, maybe lawful if we're going by the laws of the Fey Wild, chaotic if we're going, uh, if we're seeking its, like, its true self-preservation intent, like, and why it does things, like, it doesn't matter what the consequences are, it's only doing it to to make its life easier, which, yeah, it's not, it doesn't care if it, it kills half of this little tribe in the Fey Wilds because it got what it needed, doesn't yeah. matter that like it just created this entire like ecosystem unbalancing because there's half the people there were there or whatever the fuck. Right. So you say we'll never play an owl bear. I say where bears are ca- canon. Why not wear owl bears? That'd be fun. Owl bear lycanthropy. Yeah. Um, and that le- <laughs> that that lends me to the next question. Uh, if you could play an owlbear, what class would you play? Oh. Ooh, that's a new one. Yeah. Um, what class would I play if I was an owlbear? I feel like an obvious answer, the obvious answer is like barbarian or druid. But Yeah, but I, I would love to play as a paladin. Oh my god, that was my first thought too. <laughs> it would be fun as fuck as a paladin, I think. It would be, I because it would be, a, it would be like a closer to a stampy like build yeah it would it would but it would it would be more justified i feel like than even stampy is with his fucking shard but i want i would want him to be more lawful than stampy yeah agreed i'm gonna go with rogue and play the uh the owl part of it up a little bit more yeah 
I don't know if you could be very stealthy as an owl bear, though. I mean, have you seen Kung Fu Panda? Like he he does some pretty dexterous stuff, and he's a big boy. I think it's not like all your flesh before you house it in your lair, so it doesn't stink. I would, uh, if I was sentient enough to play a rogue as an owl bear, I would also shower. I would make sure, and yeah, I mean, I would make it work. Like Goliaths can be rogues. Why not an owlbear? Yeah. Minotaurs can be rogues. Man. Absolutely. <laughs> Minotaurs are probably just as big, except for they stand on two legs. Plus, like, how fucking funny would it be if, like, the last thing you see is, like, uh, a owlbear on all fours wearing full leather armor with a little, like, bandit mask on. He's like, ha ha! <laughs> gotcha! See, I imagine, I imagine one, like, barely concealed behind like a, a small barrel yeah you know just I mean? like it's, it's still full totally body. successfully <laughs> in stealth yeah exactly and then you like go up to the door die. right next to the barrel and he goes ah and stabs you in the throat you yeah know? i mean technically <laughs> it has no disadvantages on stealth right it's dex is like it's dex is 12 at base and if i'm rolling a character it's gonna be it's gonna be that. higher yeah so yeah, just right. saying not, would be fun. Im- not impossible uh okay <laughs> how would you like to see them in gameplay or media i think we always see them as mounts we always yeah. see them as easy encounters i w- i would like to expand on um alex's egg journey earlier with, yeah the ranger like yeah like i feel like it would be cool almost like a a daycare for owl bears. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Owl bear daycare sounds like a level two, level three campaign. Yes. Why not? I'd, lo- I'd love to see some sort of like side quests that took a little bit long. Where like as an adventurer player character, I'm like coming up to this town. It's old. It's kind of powerful, but not like so powerful that people fuck with it. They're just like chill in their peace like they've got a good army so that any like weird monster shit happens like they can protect themselves but they need help with something that they can't see you just know that like all of their trade has been halted like all of their livestock has been just like slaughtered to the point where like whatever's left is inside the walls of the town and it's even gotten so bad that like now they're their like fruits and their grains that they farm are all getting destroyed, but they can never catch it because it's in weird hours and it's always like a different time of day and That's a different day of the about. week. Yeah. And so like as an adventurer, I go and exp- and like investigate and it comes to find out it's a lone owl bear, right? I don't attack the owlbear right away because I'm not stupid and like there's no way that one owlbear is doing this just to like hunt, you know? And so I I like follow it back to its like lair and the stench coming off of it is worse than you've ever imagined. So I walk in and it's gone because I'll be waiting. And I find not only like the remains of all of the carts and and the horses that it took, the remains of the people that it took. But oddly enough, I find decaying carcasses of other owlbear with various weapons sticking out of their hides. And 
uh, I start to piece together a puzzle that maybe this owl bear is not, you know, your uh, standard un- owl bear. Yeah, and maybe not unjustified in in his actions, and so uh, it turns, you know, turns to come out like it, it, it was like the town ravaged this peaceful, uh, unassuming like herd of owl bear that yeah. like mm-hmm. kept to themselves and. This one owl bear wasn't there when the town attacked them. He's just coming out for revenge. So you have like a a rugged scar over one eye, like yeah. <laughs> like, like owl bear. why like, is owl bear? Yeah, you can, just, you can watch him like taking back like weird things from the town. Like he's, he's know, got like, nothing left to lose. <laughs> the town is ready to lose it all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> one man and one out there. Um, It'd be pretty cool. I think what I would like is to answer a question that has eluded us for over 50 years and make a canon reason. Mornings with Monsters. For. Can- for. for where the owl bear came from and do like, I would love an official D and D beyond campaign setting of going back in time to the creation of the owl bear, because it's such an iconic awesome. creature. It's, it's yeah. not that big of a mystery, right? Like there's two things it could be. I don't know which it would be. Like maybe it's a combination of both like a wizard in the Fae who is like, had a chimera farm it just seems like it would be a really, really fun adventure. You get to play around in the Feywild, and it would answer a question that's not going to break the game. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it would I give think... us a lot of fun without breaking the game. Exactly. You know? Like, it, it's not going to, no one's going to be upset that there's an official answer because everyone thinks they know and everyone argues about it online, apparently. <laughs> and let's just, you know, come on, wizards, just answer the I question. Always... Imagine that they they don't give the official answers so that it's at the like discretion of each table. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, like, oh, here's <laughs> here's the first owl bear created by this named wizard or whatever, you know. Yeah, and maybe yeah. like the at the end of the campaign you feel like there is no answer or something. But at least you get a general <laughs> I don't know. Like I, I just think it would be an a worthwhile endeavor. Four things like what's the origin of the owl bear? When you say like, yeah, it's not game breaking. That's exactly like, it's exactly, it's exactly the point. Like you can, if they give us an answer for it, like, it's not like every player is going to know that answer. It's not like every character is going to know that answer. It's just an answer. And the DM can fucking throw it out. An alchemist made this owlbear by whatever, like in wherever, whatever. Like they can say it manifested in the astral plane. They can say it like, who the fuck cares? Like it's that's one of the things that I love about D and D is as the dungeon master, you can fucking throw out whatever you want and keep whatever you want. Yeah. So it's because they give you answers, official answers does not mean that like you have to. You have to play those oh, I agree. Like, I just want a book with an owl bear on the face with like. 10 modules from level 1 to 15 all based around figuring out the origin of this this owl bear. Yeah. So <laughs> just I think that would be great. Yeah, it's just it's such it's such an iconic creature. 
It would be if it would be worth. It. I think people would eat that up. Maybe I think so too. Maybe I'll make the entire campaign and then submit it. See if you can get it sold. Uh, yeah, yeah. Although it's not a great time to create unofficial. I wish it was material. Um, but yeah. <laughs> They'll just take it from you. Yeah, fine. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. They're backtracking. Uh, and this is going to release like a year Wait. after that's happening. So. Right. Hopefully we'll have a resolution <laughs> to that fuckery. Uh, all right. Well, I hear some screaming children now. You know. Oh god. Nope, those aren't children. Those are just screeching owl bears. Uh, oh god. Oh, they're scratching at my door. I think they got the mailman. All right. Oh, I'm gonna have to deal with this. I think I still have a slot in here somewhere. It's in your it's chest, man. Oh yeah. I'll try and. Summon its strength. We're getting, we're getting to that point, huh? I'm gonna yeah. not be on. Probably the should be a full transport transformation soon. <laughs> we'll see. Hopefully that won't happen on the recording. That wouldn't be great <laughs> audio. All right. Um, well, I had to go deal with that, but I think that's gonna do it for us this week on Mornings with Monsters. But thanks for hanging out. I'm Dylan. I'm Alex. And I'm Melina. And we'll see you next time. Bye.